right, we're back for the last podcast of the year, joined by my brother, Matt. How you doing, pal? Pumped to be here. I can't believe we're already at the end of 2022. Wow. <laughs> insane, uh, insane year, but there's no better way to end the year than chatting with you about things that we love. So, yeah. So that's the plan today. We're going to go over our top five favorite things that we watched, movies, TV shows of 2022. Yeah. Seems like a good way to end the year. Yeah, um, it's there. There's so much stuff. But before we even get into that, I, I just wanted sure. to, to chat with you and congratulate you. Made it the year now doing a podcast every single week. How are you feeling about, about that? I know that was a goal of yours. Every week. So this is going to be episode 33 when it posts on the day after Christmas. Jeez. 33 weeks in a row. So I think that puts us back to May sometime. Mm-hmm. Fun man. What like lo- what know, learnings I, have you got? Like what have you like learned? I guess kind of doing this for thirty three straight weeks. I try to do a better job listening when I'm talking to people. We talked about it the very first episode where you're just sitting there and you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say while the person's saying what they're saying. It's like a, I'm really trying to not do that. It's hard, right? But like I'm trying to focus on that more. I think I'm doing a little bit better job at asking questions. But ultimately, I'm happy with how, how it's all gone so far. I mean, 33 weeks, I've had some conversations with people that are old friends of mine that I hadn't talked to in a long time, people that I've never met before in my life. I've had conversations with people that I do know real well, but about things that I've never really discussed with them. So, I mean, I think it's a win all around. You know, I'm getting out of it what I was hoping to get out of it. It's so freaking cool. You know what I mean? Remember when you telling me you were doing this? I thought it was awesome. And just like as a a loyal listener, every week listener, (laughs) uh, it's true though. I mean, you've gotten so much more comfortable and even that, as every week goes on, it's uh, it's awesome. So with that being said, like, what are your, is this keeping this train going in 2023? What's what's the plans? Well, I haven't decided on my long-term plan, but I think from day one, I've said I wanted to do one a week for a year, right? So I still got another 19 episodes to go. I have one other one recorded. That'll be episode 34 at 35 scheduled. So I'm trying to get to 52. Do I think I keep it going? Yeah. You know, I can't see why I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's that much of a time commitment for me. People are like, how do you find time to do this? And it's like, you know, we put something on the schedule. This will take 45 minutes to an hour. It'll do another 45 minutes to an hour to edit it and then pump it out. If I do that once a week, it's not that much time for me to be able to have these good, meaningful conversations with people. And honestly, I want to pump people up. I just had Keith on last week and you listened to that. Yeah. Like that was awesome. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Because it's someone that I've known since I was a kid that's working hard, who's making noise, doing something, and I want to pump people up, promote them, you know, and give them a chance to talk about whatever they've got going on in their life that's positive. And, you know, there's so much crappy news all the time. So if we get good conversations, I think that that's cool. And it's just, like you said, a great reason to, like, connect with people you maybe haven't talked with in a while or learn something new about someone that you thought you knew something about. It's it's awesome and uh, love it. So proud of you, man. Awesome. Love the, the from the logo to where we are now, dude. It's been, it's awesome. So Thanks, I'm looking forward, to, looking forward to listening to that more next year. I always look forward to our podcast because they're the ones that are kind of off the beaten path, right? Like I'm focusing all on yeah. business people, community members talking about maybe some serious things once in a while, but like, then we get to do our podcast where we talk about things that we like. And if we were ever to do a long-term podcast, it would be something like this. Yes. So it's nice to be able to break it out every five, six weeks. Well, and it's uh, funny. Cause like, once you told me what the topic was like two weeks ago, it's been tough because I almost like try not to call you, which sucks because we haven't talked to the phone because it's like, I almost don't want to talk to you about things that we're going to be talking about on here because this is like what our normal conversations are literally all, all the time. So yeah, we're usually talking about things that we're watching mm-hmm. movies, that sort of stuff, probably more than sports. I mean, we talk yeah. plenty of sports stuff. Yeah. It really is like this stuff more than that. So yeah, we've definitely avoided you for the past couple of <laughs> All right. And have you been like, just, I've, I've tried it. I haven't quite gotten there, but have you like just been, like jamming things through like last time so much to watch I did. as much stuff as possible. You know, so I've watched a lot of things in the past week and we'll get to all yeah. that stuff, but some things were as good as I had hoped they would be. Some things weren't, yeah. you know, I, I watched things thinking like, okay, this will make my top five. And then I find out that they actually didn't. There's so many fun things that we watched over the course of the year. It's, you know? it's insane. And looking at, so we can, you know, we'll, we'll tee it up and however you want, but like looking at this list, the one thing I will say, cause I came up with about 22 things or whatever and TV yep. has dominated. Like, I don't know if it's yeah. been for you too, but TV's just like, it's probably like five to one more TV shows than I watch than, than movies. It's not quite five to one, but it's definitely more prevalent. I mean, TV shows are funner to watch. They're yeah. smaller, bite-sized. Yeah. 
things that you know you can watch and really think about you can listen to a podcast that's related to the tv show really get into it and enjoy it with movies it's just not quite that same there's not that many good ones i think over the course of the year and even then like some of the ones that i've watched recently for this podcast like i have to watch in like 45 minutes yeah it's it yeah to it's tough yeah. it's tough but with that being said too like there are a lot of things I did not get a chance to see this. Did you want to talk about any of the things that you wish you kind of saw beforehand? Or yeah. I'll just, I'll fire, I'll fire one away and then you yeah, do, yeah. we'll go back and forth for a few. We won't spend too much time on it, but one movie that I did not watch, think I would love is the Batman. So I haven't seen that yet. I think the reason I haven't watched it is because I was told how long it's it was. like three hours. Yeah. You. And again, that's a huge commitment for me. It's three hours. Absolutely. My big one is a TV show that I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for not getting it to getting it to here because I know it would have been on my list, but Better Call Saul is, is not yeah. watching. I have like five to go. I, could, I just couldn't get it done. Five episodes five to go? Five episodes to go. <laughs> I, just, I know. It's insane. It's sad. But I, that would have been on my list because that yeah. show is just phenomenal. You know what I mean? So, That's on my two watch list. Yeah. I'm a few episodes behind, yeah. but I definitely kind of got into all the hype around the final season and talked yeah. to some people who love the way it ended, so yeah. it's going to happen at some point. What else? What else? For you? What else for you? I'll also put you one, like, I know you haven't seen it, but maybe it's on your list, maybe it's not, but it's Banana Land. You and I did not go see this together, but Black Panther. <laughs> Like, I can't, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's... I thought you said the name of the show was Banana Land. I'm like, <laughs> what's Banana Land? Because I thought that that's just life right now. Yeah, it, it is. But it, it is Banana Land that we have not seen Black Panther. Because we, we used to make it like, I mean, and not that just life gets busy. You know what I mean? But yeah, we haven't seen Black Panther, which is crazy. So that's on my list. I haven't seen a lot of Marvel movies. I do enjoy those movies. We talked plenty about mm -hmm. them. You know, big Avengers Endgame guy, yeah. but like I haven't seen Doctor Strange. Phase four. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. this is one so of that was on things. my list. And it's on Disney Plus too, so it's just I mean it's just a matter of me watching yeah. at this point. Exactly. Haven't seen White Lotus, that seems to be the big yep. hot thing right now, yep. which you're watching right now. Uh, we just finished it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's one uh, definitely so maybe come on your radar. Yeah. So I, I wanna add that. And then last thing, which I loved. I think I associate it very much with the pandemic because I never watched the second season of Ted Lasso. And that feels like a million years away, but that was earlier 2022. Yes. Yeah. Cause it was, it was like a right around, it was around January. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So anyways, I love the first season of Ted Lasso. Yeah. I talked about that show with anyone I possibly could when it was around yeah. and I just never watched the second season for whatever reason. So got to make it happen. hundred percent. Season two is phenomenal. <laughs> Only other two movies I'd say that are really on my radar, and I'm, I know it must be on yours too, but Everything Everywhere All at Once is the yep. movie that, I, again, everyone's talking about earlier in yep. the year, blew everyone's yep. mind. That one's a must-watch. And then the more recent one that just came out is The Whale with Brendan Fraser that's just getting all kinds of buzz. The full trailer just came out, and that movie just looks like it's going to pull at your heartstrings. And The Mummy was such a big movie. First off, Encino Man. And the mummy was like two. Casino man, mummy, blast from the but past. I, he was like um, our childhood, and, and just like a great, great guy. And, and I, 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 anyway, that that the whale is going to be something that we'll be watching shortly. Yeah. So those are all things that you'll probably see it before me. So I'll wait to hear. But everything sounds good about it. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, so, so if you are still listening <laughs> at this point, ten minutes into the podcast, <laughs> those are the things that we have not watched yeah. and want to watch. Yeah. Now we'll get to the list. We're going to do it like we always do it. Top five in reverse order, alternating between two and one. We'll do some honorable mentions. That list is very long. Really like the list, but I'll have you get started. Though. Yeah. What's your number My five? My number five, and I was very much wondering if this was going to be recency bias or not, but my number five is White Lotus season two. I freaking love this show. I, yeah, that's recency bias. Though. It isn't, though. It isn't. This is a – I like, thought long and long hard about it. I – I'm so disappointed the show is over. It's only yeah. seven episodes. That's perfect. It, it's in the most beautiful location. It takes place in Sicily. It's um, and how the show is written. Mike White, who is the creator and director of, of the show, he writes dialogue like I've never even seen before. I'm. It's so awkward, but so well done that I am on the yep. edge of my seat the entire episodes. It's like three or four different storylines, kind of all converging into one. I'm bummed that you have not watched this yet because I cannot wait to talk to you in a spoiler-type way about this show. But I'm telling you, it lives up to the hype. I can't wait for whatever direction they go in next year. But The White Lotus on yep. HBO is is a top-five show for me this year. Bummed that I haven't seen mm -hmm. it. I feel like 
these adult conversations I have with people, everyone's talking about the White Lotus and I kind of have to remove myself from these conversations. So it's very much on next on our list. Me and Tara are finishing Handmaids, which is not on our list. Yeah. We gotta finish it, yeah, and then we'll watch watch. So getting on, it's it's just it's a fun it's fun show, great acting, and you'll want to go to Italy the second you you put it on. Also, great theme song. When you the opening song that is gonna be HBO does it better than than everybody. So cool, love it. Number five, can't wait to see it. Five for me. I wonder if this will be on your list, but it almost feels like it was from twenty twenty one because it was so early in the year. But Station Eleven. That was number six for me. We just missed my number list. Six. I'm so happy because I will shout from the rooftops about this show. Go ahead. Yeah. I almost actually, it was like a last second switch between this and something mm-hmm. else. I would say this was between five and six for me. But the thing is, it seems like so long ago, I almost don't remember how much I liked it at the time. And then when I really think about it, I was all in on that show. Basically, what the, the premise is for people that hadn't seen it is there's a, a pandemic, like a respiratory pandemic mass you know deaths it really focuses on this little girl and this guy that kind of takes care of her for a while and they fast forward to the future 20 years and there's a little bit of mystery mixed in but it's an actual really emotional story i think i cried at the end of the second last episode of the season it was a fantastic show another hbo show you told me about this so i was this was on my list because it premiered i because i wanted to see if we could follow it. it premiered on december 16th and so okay. of, of last year, and it, so it carried over to this year. And at 100%, again, it was very close to on my list. Just a beautifully shot show. It's so emotional. It really is. And it's mm-hmm. weird because, when it, you know, pandemic obviously was still really, really heavy last December and January. People were still top of mind. And then this show was kind of about that. But they made, you know, I think they made the show before the pandemic even happened. Yeah, right? they definitely did. <laughs> they definitely did. So it was coincidental, the whole pandemic thing. But when I was watching it, though, it was in you know, in January. And not that we were in full-blown COVID yeah. mode, but it was like last well, when it was, was still a little bit touch and go with stuff. You know, so like you, it it was just a weird show to be watching where, where life still seemed like it was a little bit crazy. It was so well done. So I'm very happy. Yeah. It's on number five show. And another great score in that one, too. Yeah. I, the music great. in that one is it's it's fantastic. I highly recommend it to anyone. That's, that's uh, so I think it's only like eight episodes or so. Again, yeah. one, it's only one season. I don't think they're going. I think it's a uh, kind of contained story. No, I mean, there's nothing. Okay. This is based on a book. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a, technically a miniseries, maybe. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's nice to watch a show that you're not committing to the next five years or you have to catch up on to be able to be current with. It's just nice, easy watch. Great self-contained story. Yep. Well shot, well acted. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Lock it up. So, Absolutely. All right, so my, my number four, and I, I have a feeling this is on your list, but my number four, <laughs> recency bias, I guess, is Andor. Andor oh, wow. freaking blew my mind. A little late to it. I just couldn't get it, but I got all caught up in the last couple of weeks. And talk about a Star Wars show that hit a home run with this story and a character that I, quite frankly, did not care much about. I loved Rogue One. Yes. Rogue One was one of the yeah. best Star Wars movies that came out in the last 10 years or whatever, truthfully, an unbelievable film. But like Cassian Andor wasn't like, he was a great character, but he wasn't even the star of that movie, you know? Well, it was an ensemble cast, it was. Rogue One. I think that movie starts out with him and, you know, he's kind of the, the main guy, but it's not like head and shoulders above everyone else. It's very much a team effort in that movie. So to make a TV show centered around him, I definitely wasn't very excited. I didn't even watch I didn't even watch this show for the first month, and I'll actually say that this is my number one. Oh, shoot. Oh, I didn't realize it was at number one. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't be. Yeah. Don't be. I loved it. So like I said, there's so much stuff on TV. And I haven't been very happy with the Star Wars stuff over the past couple of years outside of Mandalorian, so I was not in a rush to watch it. I actually figured I would never watch it, but then, you know, you get four or five episodes into things. You kind of can't stop hearing people talk about it, reading about it online on Twitter. And I'm like, all right, I'll take a look, and, and that's when I started watching it, and Dude, I was blown away. Like, Star Wars stuff aside, this is a fantastic yep. TV show. It's like beautiful, great effects, great acting, a great, great story from beginning to end. You can take this story, it has nothing to do with the. If you, if you change the stormtroopers to any type of like dictatorship through the history no. of, of time, and this wouldn't be a Star Wars story. It's, I mean, and okay, so what was the pinnacle for you in, in this? Like, all 12, 12 episodes, I have a clear, like, literally like tears in my eyes kind of moment in the in the show 
Why don't you tell it me? Was number, it was number number episode 10, the one when they break out of the... Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet. Kind yeah. of, everyone knows. Yeah. But when they broke out of the prison and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guy that worked at the prison, the, he gave this, this amazing speech about rising yeah. up and, and getting out and started this chant, mm-hmm. One Way Out. And the whole prison yeah. kind of uprises and gets out. And the music, and I am like... Yes, like all in on this like rebellion. I thought that was just such a beautiful, beautiful moment and episode of TV. So episode six is probably a highlight for yeah. me. That's when they kind of executing on that plan that has kind of been put in place the previous few episodes. Yeah, the way it ends, the pe- people that die, die, and just the way that it's shot, I thought was a highlight. But I, I will say the other part is the end of that episode you referenced it's, to, I think, is it Luthen? It's not Luthen. I mean, un He has a speech. It, he has a speech at the end where he's talking to some other guy and it's basically his mole inside the empire. And that guy wants out of doing that anymore. And, you know, cause he has a kid and all that stuff. And then Lufin comes in and talks about all the things that he sacrificed, you know, for the cause that they're kind of working on. And it was just like, I think like it was, it was, it was yeah. built into that same prison episode. We have the two most like incredible monologues in TV yep. where Lufin's thinking about what he has sacrificed and again, the acting, the actors, they get to play this. And this is like how, I mean, Disney spends a ton of money on this stuff. And it, it shows in the quality of show, the quality of acting. I mean, this show is blown up this last six weeks or so specifically. A brilliant show. The level of, of difference between one and four specifically for me is like razor thin for this yeah. so when i get to my number two it was really between this yeah. two and honestly i had them switch the other way for a while but then when i really thought about it like i was trying to think of like the shows yeah. that i really loved the number two is yeah. i very yeah. much enjoy I, it yeah. like this like andor was like was was pinnacle mm-hmm. for me yeah for whatever well, reason it, you know so anyway is there anything else you, you want to mention, mention about it just the, the last thing is I, I think it's it's cool to mention that i think they had it was a 12-episode season, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And they have four different directors that did, like, three... It was in three different episodes. chunks. Unfortunately. You could watch those first three mm-hmm. and see, like, kind of a storyline yep. that starts and stops over the course of those three and the next three and next three. And it was very interesting to see where... Because, like, when it ended after episode six, you're like, okay, like, I thought they would be building the whole season towards what just happened, and then it was over. And then, like, the next three episodes, I mean, it was just, like, it changed very much... And it was always engaging. You couldn't predict what was going to happen next. It was awesome. And the theme of Star Wars crushing it with androids, again, continues in in Rogue One. An unbelievable android. Again, pulls at your heartstrings. So, great, great show. Awesome. All right, what's your number four? Number one, check that out if you haven't seen it. Who cares if it's Star Wars? It's incredible. Okay. So, I guess I'm up with number Number four. four. So, this is going to surprise you. It actually surprises me a little bit when I think of all the things that I've seen this year. Is it, but, wait, quick question. Is it Saved by the Bell, the reboot? Is that what it is? <laughs> it was Saved by the Bell on Peacock. Honestly, great freaking pick by me. Honestly, that was, <laughs> it's great. I mean, I'm surprised you can think yeah. of it. Because you're always trying to do these, like, hard uh, Here we go. Here we go. TV shows and movies. Here we so go. it's like, I picked something from my childhood that I like. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love it. All right, so what's in it before? Great pick by me. I'm picking Avatar. Way of Water. So, I'm not going to get into the spoilers, mm-hmm. obviously, because you haven't seen it. But I saw it just a couple days ago, and I'm like, I can't really put this on. There was recency bias. And I'm not going to say it's the best story movie that you'll ever see. I mean, there's better stories. I mean, even things in my honorable mentions probably have better stories. But, dude, when I'm sitting there watching this, this movie, I'm like, what the hell am I even looking at right now? Like, nothing on this screen is real life, except that... It looks like it's real life when you're watching it on the movie. It's nuts. What they do with the water and the flying and the Navi, which are the blue people, if, if you're not a big Avatar people, like, you know, they're mixed in with, like, humans, and you're just like, what? The? Like, I don't even understand how they could possibly make this movie. It, it is so impressive visually. You'll see it, and you'll think, wow, I've never seen it. The amount of, of pressure that was on James Cameron to be able to deliver this movie. I mean, how many years in the... 10 years? 10 years since Avatar? No, 12 12 or 13 years since Avatar came out. I think it was 2009. Yeah, 2009 when Avatar came out. 13 years. I've been talking about this forever. And and this movie is is not a dud. It is a financial... I think it did great at the box office, right? Yeah, Uh, a little less than half a a bill, I think. I mean, and it's probably only going to grow. You just... He is unbelievable like you just can't count him out his skill set and I'm, i can't wait to go see it i just haven't had a chance there's only a handful of movies i feel like nowadays that it's like a must you must go to the movie theater and see this movie and this is so, the one i went on monday morning mm-hmm. at 10 30 in the morning 
and the freaking movie theater was back. Was it really? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't 100%. Yeah, but it's still but, like, Monday morning it was, If I had to guess, like, I didn't even realize it when I was sitting down or when we got there. But then I went down to go to the bathroom. It's a three-hour movie, so I couldn't knock it <laughs> Yeah, I know. But when you walk back in, you're like, holy shit, this place is freaking full. And I think that that just kind of speaks to the movie. I mean, who's not going to? I mean, people are going to see it. People that don't, people that go to one movie a year, this is going to be that one movie. Yeah. I think for Yeah. It, um, it's just James Cameron. What's your favorite, real quick, favorite James Cameron movie? I think I know what it is. It's probably the same one as me, but. For me, it'd be T2. Yeah, T2. T2 but, I mean, no, me, it can be T2 as well. T2 is, is, I mean, talk about a movie that holds up still. That movie is holds up 30 years old or whatever. I want to watch it today. It's so good. It, that Terminator 2 is so, so good. James Cameron, man. But then you look at his thing. I mean, The Abyss, True Lies, freaking Titanic is so good. Yeah. Titanic is so yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, obviously, Avatar. The guy is just aliens. He's he's the best. So There's no one better than No. Right? No. Like, there, there's no one that's, he's just kind of his own thing. You know what I mean? There's like yeah. good directors, up and coming directors, yeah. but like James Cameron is just different. You know, yeah. like when it comes to like action movies, yeah. he's as good as it I'd gets. say him, obviously, Christopher Nolan is like when, he, when his name's associated with a movie, it's like, okay, you know what you're gonna, yeah. gonna get with him. Obviously, Spielberg pumps out so much more stuff, but like Cameron, man, and I'm, I'm I know you've only watched this one, but I'm fired up for what they're playing is for the next 10 years, right? With this movie, movies? I hope they're able to execute on it. Because I did very much enjoy the mm-hmm. movie, right? It's, I don't know what it is about it that doesn't connect with mm-hmm. people in a way that, like, a Star Wars mm-hmm. does or, like, a Harry Potter does or something where you, like, really, like, watch these shows or movies and want to consume every aspect of it you possibly mm-hmm. can. But, like, I don't know, man. It's getting there. I think it was a step in the right direction. Yeah, the third is already filmed. I heard the beginning of the fourth is already filmed because they didn't want people to age too much. Yep. He called it the show. Yep. So, like, things are filmed. Whether they get to the fifth that they have planned depends on how well these next couple movies do. But hopefully they do well, man. I enjoyed it. It's three hours long, and it, I think it's broken down into, like, very clear things okay. when you watch okay. it. And, dude, the last third is freaking awesome. Keep... And even the first two are great, too. But, like, the last hour, of the movie, hour yeah. I will edge my seat watching some really cool stuff. And I actually can't wait for you to see um, it. But, yeah. you know, if, if you're thinking about going and you're just like, eh, Avatar, like, check it yeah. out. You know, like... It's we watched it in three D. Yep. I don't know if there's an option to not watch it. In yeah, 3D. I didn't really know when I bought it the tickets, but the the, the glasses they give you are freaking <laughs> like I feel like back in the day they had like, that one thing on paper when I was like blue. Yeah, was that red. was back to the future and, guys. Uh, yeah, and now these things are like I'm like, can I take these home with me? And <laughs> yeah. these like my new glasses like so like, when you're wearing it they're comfortable. They have like a wide field of view. Yep. So like. You're really just like, it was, it was uh, yeah. so if you're concerned about 3D stuff, don't be. I thought it was a great experience all around. Awesome. Great. I'm fired up. I hope, I hope to be seeing it. My goal was over break. We'll see. We'll see. So looks yeah. awesome. So did you see Edie Falco's quote real quick? Yeah, I did. She, she filmed, she filmed it like four years ago and thought the movie came. Yes. Came yeah. out with a bomb. Yeah. So she came out. Yeah. She filmed it four years ago, forgot that the movie didn't come out yet. Thought the movie already came out and bombed. I just didn't hear anything about it. That, yeah. It was a bonkers quote. I still quite, don't quite frankly, didn't even know she was in the movie. I didn't. And I think like Kate Winslet's in the movie. Like I, there's like people in this movie that I didn't even know. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah. Kate Winslet's yeah. in it. Yeah. Like yeah. The, certain people look like their actor. Yeah. I think that's the idea. Yeah. That's what they yeah. want. Like the person Kate Winslet plays. Yeah. I did not see Kate yeah. Winslet. In but that's what, cool. Last thing, speaking of just giving her credit, we always give her credit where credit is due, but Zoe Saldana, who has yeah. her, if you look at her gross movies that she's in, has to be upper echelon between the Avatar movies, Guardians she's of the Galaxy, the Star Trek. This point. She is, she's incredible. Love Zoe Saldana. So anyway, yeah. cool. So, anyway, check it out. My number, th- what do you got for my number three is yeah. The Boys season three. I don't know if this one made your top five by your reaction. I don't, I don't, probably not. It didn't. You know, what's funny is it's not even on my, really? on my list. Are you, I'm, I am shocked to hear that because you're the one that got me into the boys. And I shout about the boys from the rooftop. And people who watch it will either think I'm really strange and there's something yeah. wrong with me or they'll like absolutely love it and get it. I think, and I talk about Razor Thin. I mean, this could have been number one. I Love yeah. the boys. And season three was, I thought, their best season to date. No question. You know, I'm disappointed in myself for overlooking it. I don't know that I would have made it mm-hmm. my top five. Probably should be on my honorable mention, but that's an amazing show. It really is one of those shows, though, that when you recommend to someone who's never yes. seen it, and when they first watch it, they might be like, this guy is a pretty <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> watching this 
but, it, but if you stick with it, it's a freaking great show, man. And this season was awesome. Yeah, this season was incredible, and it really kind of talked about, like, really political climate, like, nowadays and that kind of stuff, and, like, what it tackled. And just in and of itself, I, we've talked about him before, but Anthony Starr, the guy that plays Homelander, Homelander is a, if we were to do a top five TV character, he might be on my list. I think anytime he's on screen, I cannot take my eyes off because he's so unpredictable and I don't know what's going to happen, but he, he does it. He does it for me. He's just, and he's an awful, awful, awful person, but he just, he's, he's so good as an actor that I I can't look away. So. Yeah. Fascinating character. Great TV show. I love it that it's on your list. I'm excited for, for season four. So again, not for everybody, but it's, I, my, again, my number three show of 2022. So. Awesome. Cool. What's your number three? Uh, you know, I'm interested to see where my number three and number two fall on your list, but this number three, mm-hmm. actually, this would very, very much surprise me, but it's Top Gun Maverick. So, is that, is it, is it on your list? It's, not, it's number two on my list. Number it's, two. So, okay, this is where we, it would be back to back anyways. So, perfect. Let's dive, 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 dive. I have not seen Top Gun 1, at least in completion, right? So, I've seen parts of it. It's just one of those things that we never watched growing up. We were too busy watching Predator and Big Trouble in Little China. Never really watched Top Gun. So anyways, so I didn't see Top Gun Maverick in theaters. One of the few people, maybe one of like the less than 100 people in the country, I think, that hasn't seen that movie in in theaters. And I knew we were making this podcast. I'm like, I got to watch this movie. But like, I don't know where it's going to fall on my list. And dude, it was freaking awesome from beginning to end. Music, action, performances. Like, I freaking I, I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised this is on your list and it beat out Avatar. This freaking movie, talk about a movie that lived up to the hype. Holy no. smokes. And I too didn't see it in the theater. I saw it at my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law Jeff, his house is big, big TV, watching completion. And you're right. The first 15 minutes, I am freaking all in. All in. And I kind of messaged you talking about this is, you know what it is? Freaking Tom Cruise, man. Just that guy is so good at just being Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? For two yeah. and a half hours, he is, like, I know it, he's all personal stuff, Scientology, weirdo guy probably in real life, but there is no movie star that could have pulled off Top Gun like Tom Cruise did. So yeah, he's, he's the man. I, he he is a true movie star. He might be the guy when you're like, picture movie yeah, star in your yeah. head. He is like a true movie star. Carries the movie, the charisma, the the character. It's and plus, honestly, planes and aircraft carriers. That stuff's awesome. and how they filmed it, like how they like like they're all real. You know what I mean? Like there's like very little like CGI in this movie. Like the planes are really doing these tricks. The the cast is is so good. And, and spoiler alert: hopefully you've seen this movie. But I don't care. We're gonna talk about it. The Val Kilmer scene when when Tom Cruise goes to meet with Val Kilmer was obviously in the original. He was the big antagonist in the original Top Gun. They didn't get along until the end of the movie. And Val Kilmer, who has been battling, I I believe it's been throat cancer for years. He can't can't talk anymore. Can't act. His whole acting life is, is done. And for him to have this moment and he knocks it out of the park with this acting scene that he's in typing on a computer. It's I mean, that I mean, literally Top Gun made me cry. Like it's, it's insane <laughs> to say it was so, and then and then it, it, it battles. It, it's a perfect balance of like wicked corniness with like great action. Like the football scene on the beach, they call it uh, dogs. We were talking about we we did talk about this in the past couple of weeks. I still don't know exactly <laughs> what was like, going on. You're playing offense I mean, and defense. I told you they were all wearing jeans on the beach, <laughs> and I don't quite understand a scenario that you were doing that. Playing football on the beach, but I mean, these guys are obviously in better shape than I am, well, so I guess maybe that's a, a funny story. I don't know if you heard this or read this story, but they filmed that football scene, all right? And all, I guess, for like weeks, the actors were being wicked healthy and working out like crazy, <laughs> all kinds of like, getting tip top shape. They filmed it afterwards. After they filmed it, they all went out, they had burgers and shakes, ate like crap or whatever, all done with that scene. A week later, Tom Cruise watched the scene and was like, nope, not good enough, have to do it over again. So all the fans stopped, they eat healthy again, they got right back in the gym to try to get healthy, and that scene that's in the movie was the second version that they filmed yeah, and stuff. That's so funny. But, and then, great setting, I, I, how about that bar? And Jennifer Connelly, who again... I thought also could have won the movie. Yeah, that she still got that it. bar um, where they were just hanging out at. I'm like, get me there immediately. You know, I want to hang there. I want to play the piano <laughs> and everyone is singing and going nuts. Are you kidding? Me? 
That's in San Diego, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So like we went to San Diego earlier this year. I was like, I didn't see that place. Yeah. Like, like yeah, it's, tell me where that it's, is. It's great. The soundtrack is fantastic. And it and, but there's also this one kind of quibble that you had that I'll have you bring up because you texted me with, with my boy John Hamm's character. In the, in the Rick. <laughs> what what's the matter with that guy? I don't even understand it. Why do you hate yes. Why, why, why are you so angry? Yeah, he you know, was like just very angry in this movie. It was, he just does not like Maverick. It was inexplicable. Yeah. You know, which is whatever. I guess you need a guy like that. You need someone to kind of move the yeah. plot along and, and antagonize a little bit. But it was, I just didn't care. <laughs> I thought it was immediately. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it just sticks the landing. No pun intended with planes, but it absolutely sticks the landing. The ending is fantastic. So Top Gun Maverick, biggest grossing movie of the year. Still, Avatar couldn't catch it. It's, yeah, it's great. And I think it's being re-released between Christmas and New Year's at theaters. Too. Yeah, a couple closing thoughts on yep. it. When the movie came out up until now, I've probably been to about a half dozen parties yep. where it gets put on in the background. Really? Which is very weird to me. You know what I mean? But like also a sign of how much people love this movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like I don't know that I've been to a party in the past 20 years where people are like, let's just throw this movie on to have in the background. But it's happened with like multiple sets of friends, multiple people, multiple times. And I'm just... And I'm, meanwhile, I'm just like looking away because like I hadn't seen it at any of these points. But I just thought it was like a testament to how much people love this movie, it, rightfully it, so. Yeah, oh, oh, I love that. That's a great point. That's that's. A, I'm gonna pull that off now. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> start. We'll just throw. I mean, people put football games yeah, on the background now. Just putting, putting Top Gun Maverick on the background. <laughs> and then I have a question mm-hmm. for you about Top. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've given any thought to this, but I do because I'm freaking weirdo. But uh, who do you think the bad guys are? Have you given any thought to this? I guess I have, because that's the one thing. I think in the original one and this one, the, the enemy... It's like an enemy. It's like, I'm, yeah, there's no country, like, they don't the the black. There's no flags on them. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, my brain always goes Russia. You know what I mean? Like, ever mm-hmm. since Rocky IV, Russia's always kind of been... And then recently, they're always kind of the, yeah. the, the bad guy. So I, I'm going to go with Russia. Although, who do you think it is? No, I don't know. I mean, I watched a YouTube video that kind of broke down, like, the top five or six potential bad guys. Yeah. Well, because there's snow, right? There's snow. There's snow, so they always wanted to like make it so that made sense with the, ge- the geography. Yeah. So I think well, Russia was the first on the list, right? Yep. And then China, North Korea, yep. all three of those all have nuclear weapons. Yep. So the idea of attacking them and not expecting some type of counterattack kind of eliminated those three from contention mm-hmm. as the villain. And believe it or not, this video made a case that it was actually Iran. Oh, I, I, yeah, I heard that. And they said that there are parts in Iran that has snowy mountains, but I don't know if they're that freaking snowy If there's spots in Iran that look like that, then that's going to be the, the first time I've ever yeah, that. That's a good point. But I mean, I, we're not going to fly into like Russia and fucking yep. bomb some nuclear yep. base yep. and then think that we're not getting a nuke in Washington, D.C. I know. So anyways, it was an interesting thought to me. There's no real answer to it, but it's just a, a funny thing to think it about. It is. And, and that, that mission, it's the great, the movie's so great because it's, it is simple. There's like, you know exactly, like this whole mission and what they're practicing for is kind of set up early in the movie. And then this was the, right. and the mission was awesome. And what ended up happening at the end was a little bit of a curveball that just, you know, had you standing up at the end of the movie. So, yeah, that's a good, yep. and yes, I'm going to stick with Russia. Iran's a, a good thought, though, so. Okay. All right, dude. So, I guess, I guess we can move so, on. Are you cool I'm, with that? I'm cool with that. I could not recommend that movie. I think you only, we each only have one left. Yeah, I have my number two and your number and one. And I'm pretty sure it's the same one. So, why don't we go to honorable mentions first? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I bet you they are the same. Yeah, thing. they are. All right, so what do you got? Hit me with your first honorable mention. I, and again, I can't. If you would have told me back in July or August this wasn't going to be on my list, I would have been shocked. Stranger Things season four. Yeah. I yeah. I thought I thought this season was was a home run. I thought this season was so good with the the, the character of Vecna and how they broke it up into kind of two sections. It deserves. I thought it deserves a lot of praise. I can't wait for the final season next year. Yeah, it's it not being in your top five doesn't speak to it not being yeah. good. It just speaks to how good the other things are. Stranger Things is on my honorable mention. I loved Stranger Things when it came out. Music was great, that Kate Bush song. I mean, as much as it played, I still I still enjoy it when I hear it because it brings me back yeah. to the ending of that awesome episode. Oh, unbelievable. And- I, I would say the highlights of the season for me were more in the middle of the season than the way that it actually ended, but like Dude, I thought it was... I, I, thought it was I, I liked, I loved the way it ending. I thought the character of Eddie was such a huge 
again, spoiler yeah. alert, people that haven't watched it, like he ends up dying in the, in the, in the uh, season, which was a kind of a, a shock, but he was, there was like a redemption arc for him, him, like yeah. going against what his inclination mm-hmm. is that, which is like to run and hide. Mm-hmm. He kind of played a big role. And, and to see these kids, like, I mean, these kids now it's the fourth season. They were literally like young kids in season one and to see them grow up and still, still God, I mean, the characters are great. And I like how we have a face now with Vecna, who the bad guy is, where they're going. Mm-hmm. This is like the you know where season five is going to be. So great, that's Vecna's origin story was pretty. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Whether or not it was obvious, I guess I don't know. It's probably obvious in hindsight that that guy that they would show early in the season was Vecna. But I don't don't get too caught up in that stuff. So to me, it's all enjoyment. When they did that reveal, I was like, that cool, and I I just enjoyed it for what it was. It was probably but it was good good for Netflix for a slightly deviating from their binge model because I so much love like the weekly they did it in two sections this time as they're a, so well, dumb I know it's now. crazy well, it's a whole other conversation but yeah so anyway Stranger Things season 4 that's, and, and Station 11 was also on my list too so go ahead what else you got well, uh, we're going to do five of these so you already got two yeah I already got two down so why don't you go I'll do, I'll do a couple so for me well actually Stranger Things is one one for me Lord of the Rings yeah Rings of Power and honestly dude this was number six I, this was, it was between that and Station 11 I freaking love Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and I know that is a controversial opinion because all the shit that I would see online is how much people freaking hated it, how much it deviated from the books, Tolkien be rolling in his grave, but it was a beautifully shot show. I very much enjoyed the story. I guess I'm just a simple-minded person. I think I've said this to you before, like, I don't get caught up in how it deviates from some, like, book way back in the day. Like, I thought it was great. I loved it. The the fact, though, that... You're 100% right. The fact that it wasn't on my brain, I didn't even put that on things I need to see. How the hell did that skip my list? Like, because we're both big. You're a Game of Thrones loser. Well, that's, if you want to allow me, the next, next thing we'll be talking about for me, but I have to see that show. And it did get renewed, right? It's coming back, really, right? I think you'll really enjoy it. It's, it. There's a rich story and history to, to that universe. And honestly, the show made me more interested in that than even the movie yeah. did. And I think if you refer back to our our movie yeah. pod, one of my favorite movies of all time is Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. So like, I do very much enjoy that, that universe. And I enjoy the TV show and I look forward to the next ones. I can't wait for you. To yeah, me it. too. It's gotta be on my list and need to get on that soon. All right. So, mm-hmm. so you've already mentioned it. Not, also honorable mention on my list, hot D house of the dragon game of Thrones, man, bring I'm back in Westeros. What an unbelievable story. This was, I am, I am so, I know you're out on game of Thrones and whatever. That's crazy. And we talked about this before it ended terribly. House of the dragon is a new, it's a complete story that there has a beginning ending. I think they said they need four seasons to tell the complete story. It's, it's fan, fan freaking tastic show how they have. It's a total time jump. They have actors in the first half of the season that are young and then new actors that come in that I thought, how are they going to be able to stick this? They absolutely did. And it's just a great story. If you enjoyed Game of Thrones seasons one through five or whatever, you 100% will love House of the Dragon. Yeah. It's so good to be back in that world. If you watch the complete series in four years from now and say, this was the best thing I've ever seen, maybe I'll give it like... (laughs) How it ends, how the season ends, it catapults into season two. I remember this yeah. being on my mind constantly for a long time. So House of the Dragon, honorable mention for me. Okay, love it, dude. Next one for me. You mentioned it in your to-watch category, but it's everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once. You, wait, you've seen this? I've seen I didn't it. know. <laughs> wait, well, you've seen it recently? Yeah, I've seen it in the past couple so weeks. So what the hell? Tell me about it. I'm dying to... No, you haven't I have seen not it, seen obviously. this movie, no. Yeah. I, I thought you watched this on a plane. No, that was sure. another... When I was watching it, I thought that you had seen it, so I figured we would actually talk about it. So, the, so not to get into spoiler territory, but when I watched this, I thought this was going to be in the top three of my year. Because people that I follow on Twitter, like people that I like trust their opinion or I kind of have a, alignment in their opinions, said it was like the best movie they've ever watched. So I went in with like a, and that's probably part of the problem, like my hype meter was like at a million percent, right? So I thought this is going to be literally the best movie that I've ever seen with like a touching story. And it was a great movie. I I very much enjoyed it. It's obviously on my honorable mentions. But when I really think about the movies that I enjoyed, like I did enjoy Top Gun more. I did enjoy Avatar more. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a great story. It shot well. There are some emotional parts. It just didn't quite have enough to get in that top five. I love time travel stuff. I love that like multiverse kind of stuff. And some of the thoughts or ideas that they express in it. 
definitely worth checking out, but it just wasn't enough to get into that top five, and I expected it would well, be. Well, now that I know you've watched it, this immediately jumps to, like, the top of my list so we can talk about it. So, because I did hear, as far as, like, from multiverse movies that go, it's, like, top-notch multiverse movie. So I'm really excited about that. I don't want you to, I don't want to say shit to hate it, because I forget Yeah, it. you're hiding your own mention. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen all year. It just, when I was going into it, I was more excited to see this mm-hmm. than Top Grand Maverick. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I, I just like Top Grand yeah. Maverick. Yep. You know? And just funny how that that's works. awesome. So, and one, so what do you mine, next, next one, one for, for me is one you mentioned that you want to see is, uh, again, came out back, I think, in April or whatever. It's a long movie, but it was great to watch. I loved it. The music of it was was so good. Robert Pattinson absolutely crushed it as Bruce Wayne and the Batman. Yep. The cast was awesome. The, the villains with, with Penguin and the Riddler. It was just a real, real story, you know, superhero that kind of put some realism to it, you know, and it's a, a great, a great movie. And I've, yeah. I've almost thrown it on recently. Yeah. And I was looking at some end of year lists from some outlets yep. that we, that we follow and they were showing like their movie reviews over the course of the year. And one of them gave it a 10 yeah. ahead of like all these other movies or even ahead of Top Gun. I, that might be a strategy, yeah. but I was like, okay, I really do get to see this it, movie regardless of it's a nine or a 10, but it's definitely highly regarded. It's awesome. And it is, it's one of those movies that unfortunately you can't watch in 45 minute increments. Like you really got to like yeah. sit down. It is a heavy movie. You know what I mean? It's not, I will be watching yeah. it in 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's a heavy movie. You know what I mean? It's not like, uh, you know, there's not many laughs in it. There's mm-hmm. probably some, but definitely worth checking out. And I hope Matt Reeves, you know, supposedly will be will be going to this, you know, universe again. Yeah, they've been doing weird stuff over there. They've canceled a bunch of projects. I, I, don't, I don't know, know what's, what's happening, happening, yeah. happening next, but hopefully there's a sequel to it because yeah. it seems very promising. Yeah. I will say, I've watched the trailer for that movie many, many The trailer times. with the Nirvana song? Oh, jeez. Great music, cut great, got me fired up for it, and I never even seen the goddamn Yeah, movie, so, so check it out for sure. All right, is this your last audible? Uh, no, I've only done three. We got five. Okay, gotcha. Right. So for me, it's Succession, season three. Wait a minute. Is Succession, I thought that came out last year. I checked, I checked, but you totally... I did not double check. I did double check, because Succession would have been in my top five. No. Uh, Succession season three? Are you freaking kidding me? Succession season three was uh, was an incredible season of, of television. It came out pretty... Oh, you want to know what it is for me? I'm looking at it. The, the, go- the last episode was like middle of December last yeah. year. Okay, so... Well, for me, I didn't watch it until this okay. year. Okay, all right, that's fair. So, I, I actually, and the reason is, is because I caught up on all the mm-hmm. seasons, and it kind of brought me into this year, so I very much think of this in, in another weird way. I have, um, like, a running list of TV shows that I yeah. watch in any given year. Yeah. And Succession was on that list for, me, for, for 2022. So, for me, it was a, an honorable mention, because it was an awesome TV show. So, it, maybe it's out of place, but... But I'm still keeping it. Any reason to talk about Succession is a good reason for me. Succession is one of my favorite television shows on TV. That is a must-watch when it's on at, you know, 9 p.m. on Sunday night. Like, that show, I I thought how they built that in this season specifically, the final, this season was, I thought, their best season. And another HBO theme song that I have on my playlist, I listen to all the time. So, yeah, it might have been 20. That show has some great characters. Even the fifth or sixth best character on that show is a freaking amazing character with a lot of depth uh, so much depth and how they wrapped up this past season specifically was one of my jaw-dropping moments of holy shit i did not see that coming can't wait to see i can't wait and the trailer's out it's coming out soon i can't so fired up for that so yeah all right cool one of the things i love about it is is it's an opportunity to watch billionaires being billionaires yeah Yeah. Mm. right it's a lot of travel globe trotting beautiful locations just kind of seeing what, what it's like to be, you know, this isn't like pro athlete level. This is like, a, you know, a handful of people are as rich as these people are in the whole world. Very cool behind the scenes look at that. Yeah, I, I, so anyway, completely agree with you. And that will be on my list for next year. I'm sure it will be when we do this again yeah. next December. I only have, right, I only that's, got that's I have one left for me. And I, it's a more recent one that I just saw too, was Jordan Peele's. That's all, that was on my to watch list. I didn't mention it. But it I, I, wanted, yeah, I, I loved it. I still don't, Get Out is still my, my favorite for, for me, for Jordan Peele. But nope, you would love it. It's an alien, it's an alien movie. It's so well shot. So I haven't watched it yet because isn't it more of a commentary on like Hollywood or what, what's it a commentary there, on, right? Like it's trying to send a message on something. Cause I love like any type of alien nah, movie, I mean, but like the message to it kind of just hasn't made me rush to go see it. Cause 
I, I'm, I kind of feel like it's going to be something different than what I expect. I, I, I don't agree because I, I, mean, I listened and read a lot of things since I've watched the movie and I haven't really got that theme. I mean, it does take place and the two main characters are first African-American like horse trainers for Hollywood movies and that kind of stuff. And that's like what they're trying to, to get into. And then this, this alien things comes to their ranch. But I don't, I mean, there's Jordan Peele always has some kind of underlying social commentary which is normally brilliant sure. and stuff in all all his films but just as a movie it's awesome and, and i thought i thought it lives up to the hype for sure yep. again another movie you won't be able to do this but don't i recommend watching it in its entirety because it is like a lot of complexities but it's like two hours and ten minutes something like that so love it dude so all right you're all right your last ones then we'll... So this last one, and I have two things here, and it's definitely like on the bottom of my honorable mention list, and I don't really know where to put in, but I'm going to just kind of put it in, even though it kind of doesn't probably fit with a lot of people's top movies, but I really enjoyed watching Don't Look Up earlier this year for a number of different reasons. I like, I'm fascinated by the idea of, in the movie, they know an asteroid's coming six months down the road. It's like what that would do to the world, to my life. Like, I'm just interested in what would go through like with society if, if mm -hmm. you're in that same position great actors in that movie and it really spoke to me in terms of setting up that half the people don't even believe that that's what's coming despite the clear evidence that it is coming and obviously other half to do and it becomes a political thing whether or not an asteroid is going to hit and obviously does world ends and I think the last line was, you know, we could have had it all or something along those lines that Leo says around a, a table. You've seen it. I have not seen Don't Look Up. No, we've talked. <laughs> trust me, I already know all about that movie and all, like, the talk about social commentary and that kind of stuff in the cast. I, I, again, it's on, like, a list, and I, I can't believe I haven't. That one didn't make my list either, so. It's a, it's an easy watch. Just watch it for the message that it has to it. It's, re it's really fascinating commentary on our society and just... You know, people can't agree on anything, yeah. even something as freaking obvious as this, you know. So it makes me think that if this was a real life situation, this is probably how it would it's be. It's crazy. That's sad you know, to think. Yeah. And you're, yeah, it really is sad to think, but it doesn't even feel like it's a 2022 movie, but it is earlier this yep. year. Enjoyed it at the time. So I want to throw it on there just because it's something to talk about. That's great. I will say one other honorable mention, yeah. super quick Yellow Jackets on Showtime, Plane Crash, very much Lost Vibes, which everyone knows my favorite yep. show ever. So it's an honorable mention. Just kind of throw that on there. And um, that got renewed, I think, I for two it. more seasons, too. So that one yeah. is, yeah. that one's blowing up, and I so you should will be on my list. Too. But, so speaking of Lost-type things, I'm very confident that your number two and my number one shows are the same. So, want to... Yeah, you haven't mentioned it. Okay, yeah. So you might as well mention it now. It's Severance. It's Apple Plus's show with Adam Scott as kind of the main the main star, directed by Ben Stiller, and a lot of things. Just a... Uh, the reason it's number one for me is just the originality of it all. This is not a, an IP. This is not... Is it based on a book or a short story? It's, story it's not, not based on a book or short story. I believe it was a, a guy who years ago wrote a script for, for this specific story, but it took years to get picked up. I don't believe it's based on a book. I'm actually almost positive yeah. it's not. But the original concept of it i'm just going to give the quick cliff notes version of of what this show is about for those that don't know it's on apple plus essentially what it is you live in a time where you can opt into this procedure they put something into your brain all right and when you go into work into a work office for this certain company and you go up an elevator all of a sudden everything you remember about your life is completely forgotten you don't remember your family where you came from any of that sort of stuff you only know about your job and what you have to do during that eight hours you go ahead you work your eight hours in your job you leave you go in that elevator and when you go down it resets and you don't remember anything that happened from the day you don't remember your job and you go back to your life kind of as is it is an absolute wild concept that they totally i thought it just dominated telling the story yeah. i hope i did a good job so, of that explanation oh no it was a great explanation except the elevator actually goes down and not okay. up but i mean no big deal <laughs> okay. no big deal i mean just Facing direction. Uh, just wanted to make sure we set the stage for that. But when we did our top TV shows of all time earlier this year, Severance made my honorable mention list, and I stand by that. And I think that that just speaks to how much I like Andor, not me backtracking on my list because I'd probably put Andor on that list now too. But this Severance and Andor are like 1A, 1B, like basically code number ones. I, I was blown away by it. You know, like there's just so much mystery involved. I thought that they nailed the landing on the finale for the season, set up next season – 
phenomenally great performances. Christopher Walken's yep. in it. Um, you know, Patricia Arquette. It's just it's awesome. that for the finale was one of the best episodes of television I've ever watched. I was on the edge of my seat the entire finale of what was going on, how they were kind of cutting back and forth between things. It was so well done. If you haven't seen or don't have Apple Plus or whatever, this is a show you gotta gotta watch before the next season starts because it's it's brilliant. It's strange because I throw Severance out as a recommendation to people all the time, yep. and no one knows what the hell I'm talking. Yeah, about. I know. Even when I say Severance, it's like they've never even heard of it before. Yep. And then I try to explain the concept, and I, I don't think it sells itself yep. very well when I try to explain it. But watch a trailer. You know, give that show a, a shot. It's not. It's. It's an easy watch. How many episodes? Are I, think, I, say, I think eight or ten. No more than ten. I know that. Yeah, which is, they all fly by. They're not, like, especially long, but it is just... Unbelievable. And just think about it. The context of it is, like, what kind of person do you have to be or what kind of maybe trauma or something in your life do you have to go through where you need to forget about, basically, your life for eight hours a day? You know what I mean? You yeah. go and you don't remember. You don't, like, that takes a certain kind of person to want to agree to this kind of procedure and that whole underlying thing that we only literally touched the surface on in season one is just so yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah. The, the people, when they're working, they're very much questioning why, what is it? They're Audi. Yeah. Is yeah, what it's Audi, called? yeah Audi is the Audi person, is the person that lives in the outside mm -hmm. world who like mm -hmm. has decided to do this, like why their Audi is doing this to them. And then sometimes they'll show up with a bruise in their face yeah. or a cut here and there that they got during work. And it's like, when you're outside, it's like, why did that happen? And there's just this, this great mystery about what's going on. And honestly, I have no clue to any of it, but there is a nice ending to that first season where it just does give you a little bit of an, an idea of what's going on. And the on. company that runs it, I mean, there's so much more behind the scenes of them too and like what their intentions are and this weird like cult like vibe that, that happens that's just, again, so fascinating. Yeah, love it. And it. I'm glad it's been on the It one. did get nominated, I think, for Golden Globes when that came out, list came out a couple weeks ago. I know that got nominated for Best Drama. I know Adam Scott, I believe, got nominated for Best Lead Actor. So I'll be rooting, rooting hard for them. So Adam Scott, man, right here. from Step Brothers to Parks and Rec, he is absolutely perfect in this this role. So Love that guy. He is perfect. Yeah, he's a perfect actor for yeah. that role, for sure. So that's our list. So wait, real, give a quick rundown. Five to one. What was your five to one? All right, so I'll, I'll do mine. Station Eleven, Five, Avatar, Top Gun, Severance, and then Andor. For you, it was White Lotus, Andor, Boys, Top Gun, and Severance. So three out of five, we had some overlap. And, and honestly, White Lotus might have made that list if I had watched I, I, it. After you're done watching White Lotus the next couple of weeks, if you want to do a White Lotus special episode, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it shows. It's so good. So, yeah, it's great. But anyway, well, great Does list. Does anyone live up to Armand? No, Armand, season one. That character was so funny and perfect. There isn't an, an Armand in this. Yeah. Oh, there is, but doesn't live up to what Armand was season one. But the, the couples that they have, and, and again, just damn it, Sicily is where they are. It's like, God, it, it's so good. So, yeah. Sicily is not on my radar at all. But It will like be. I guarantee you after this, you'll be wanting to, you'll be wanting to go to Italy after you watch this. So. Awesome, dude. So, love making this podcast with you. Yeah. I look forward to doing it again next year if I'm still doing podcasts. Damn. Well, if you're going till May, and if we're keeping this trajectory, we've still got a couple left. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out the next thing to do, but I'm glad we do. A great way to end the year. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Always a, always a pleasure, bud. All right. See you in 2023.